Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. You guys, it's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> Whit and I took like three weeks off of podcasting. So for any of you out there that don't follow us on social media, I'm sorry if you thought we were gone. <laughs> yeah, for so long. We're trying to do episodes every other week during the summer and the summer just keeps... <laughs> we're just busy. It just, it just keeps prolonging all these episodes. It just keeps kicking our ass for real, but we're back. We're here and we're excited to be with you again. And today we are talking about a fun topic. Wit and I have both worked in restaurants in our past. Um, I presently still work in a restaurant. I feel like I've worked in restaurants like my whole life, to be honest. And so we want to talk about it. We want to talk about the funny stories, the real stories, um, restaurant etiquette. We want to talk about how COVID is affecting the restaurant world. Um, We want to talk about different people. Yes. Let's do it. All all the different people we experience in a restaurant. Oh my gosh. (laughs) From From seriously, like the patrons to the people you work with, everyone's interesting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Restaurant industry is like, here's the thing. I'm, it's not for everyone. No, it's definitely not. Like not everyone can have this job. And Mark always tells me you are perfect to be a server. Well, you have the perfect personality. You can talk to anyone and you can find humor in anything. So yeah. Yeah. No, like, and I, and I feel like I can cater to people and, and it's okay. Like you can cater to somebody that's being a total ass and then just walk away and be like, F off, you know? F <laughs> off. I hope I never see you again. <laughs> F off. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. Tell me where, tell me your restaurant story. Cause you said you worked at a restaurant. I did. So it was like my second ever job. I was 18 and I worked at McGrath's Fish House. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's no longer even there, but that's um, where I met my first husband. Oh. Yes. Well, that restaurant's not here anymore. I actually didn't know that. Yep. Nope. It's gone. It oh. was, I think it always was when I worked there, it was fine. It was busy, but then it seemed like a few years went by and it. Every time I'd pass by, I'm like, there's no one there. Like no yeah. one there. So. so that restaurant for you guys, um, that aren't in Utah was like a, like a fish house. What do you call it? Like a, yep. It was a fish house. I mean, they served pasta and stuff, but it was mostly, yep. Fish lobster crab. Nice. Okay. So 18, what do you got? Any fun stories you remember from back then? Gosh, I, okay. You guys, well, we'll just start with this one. I mean, (laughs) let's just throw it out there. If we're going to talk about restaurant stories, I remember walking in first off, I remember walking in and being like, I went to apply for the job and did not want the job because it was a fish house and I don't like fish. So I was like, I do not want to come home smelling like fish. And my mom talked me into it. Cause she's like, Oh, just go like, you'll get used to the smell. It won't even, it'll be totally oh, fine. And I remember I walking into a ply and I was like, Oh, this, this smells so horrible. Like this is, Cause you do gross. smell like your restaurant that you come home. Like you when you do, do no matter where you work, you go home smelling like the food. So that would be a hard one for me. Cause I like going to like red lobsters and things and eating it. But like, I don't think I could smell it the whole time and smell like it. So you do become nose blind after a while. My mom was (laughs) right. (laughs) 
I mean, every day walking in, I'd be like, ugh. But as soon as you're like there and working, like I can actually like talking about it can still smell what that's not like. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but okay. So I walk in, like I get the job right off the bat. Like they hire me on the spot. It's ridiculous. So, um, I remember starting and walking in that first day and noticing that this lady serving is one of my past teachers. No. It was so weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember you <laughs> taught me just a few years ago. And then like we would, everyone would gather around the reception desk, like after closing and just like bullshit. Yeah. And I remember somehow the topic got turned to sex one night. I mean, it's a restaurant, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this teacher, this past teacher of mine started talking about how she liked getting fisted. Oh my gosh. I was dying. I was like, uh, you taught me health in seventh grade. And now you're talking about all these sexual things that are, I was, I was like, like what in the world? Wait, wait, wait. Did she know that you like, did she remember you as a student even? Or like, did she? Okay. No. And after that I was like, I am never bringing this up. Oh my gosh. Fisted. Fisted. Okay, please write in if you enjoy being fisted. I need to understand. Yeah, we need some background to this. Like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, I don't know if I want my vagina to be able to fit that up there. Right? That's my thought process. It's like, I'm trying to tighten all that up, right? And like, after all my babies, and that just seems real intense. Right? So, no, I agree. Help Britain Wit understand. Unless you're into that wit, I don't know. I'm not into that. Not never done that. Don't understand it. So yes, please write in. Write in. That's got a big fist. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, how awkward. Like you're just sitting so here going, Wow, I remember you in health labs. Wow, I remember and she I mean, she was always I mean, go figure, she taught health class, but she was that was the whole thing. Like she talked about sex to everybody in seventh grade health class, but it was just weird hearing the stuff that she was into instead of answering questions like, what is sex? Why would that, why would anyone want sex? Like, yeah. Okay. Gosh, that's funny. You're, I love that. I could just see you being like, now you'll never know who I am. Yeah. We're never talking about this again. (laughs) Something's fishy here. (laughs) 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 So, okay. Did you date was it, so okay well you said you met your ex-husband there yeah so I was gonna ask like if you dated and if like your significant other ever like told you you smell like fish no we both smelled like fish so it's fine yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> he was there too because that's my thing now like I work at a really nice barbecue and steakhouse and Mark loves like I feel like I stink so bad and he's like this is like better than perfume like you smell like <laughs> You smell like smoked beef every day you come home. Like he just sniffs me and I'm all like, oh, my hair stinks. Everything stinks. He's like, don't even shower. I love it. It's like a turn on. It's such a turn on for me. He's like, I love it when you smell like brisket. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have to say smelling like brisket is probably way better than smelling like fish. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do the fish. I really couldn't. We do serve salmon at our restaurant, but that's the only fish item. So, so you're totally fine. Off the, the hook. meat really just 
is where it's at. Oh, okay. Honestly, I've always worked in restaurants. Like even from a young age back East, I remember my very first restaurant job was this place called for any of my East coast friends listening to this, you know, there was a place called Valley Dairy. Somebody tell me if this still exists, but it's called Valley Dairy. And how do you explain it? <laughs> it was like, it was like one of those just cute little hometown, like you could go in and you sit in the booths and there's like the ice cream up at the counter, right? Like one of those just feel good, like small town home, little, um, ca not even a cafe. That makes it sound way too fancy. I don't even know how to, like, I don't know what we have here that I would even compare it to, but it was, it was, I loved it, you know? And it's like, you get all like the bus drivers that came in, like after dropping all the kids to school and get their breakfast and they'd like leave you a stack of quarters. I mean, I was so young. I didn't even care. Is it like a, like an old diner type of thing? Like if you've ever been up to like the Dairy yeah. Queen in, in uh, Heber? Yes. So kind of like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like old dinerish style where there was like just booths and like you could have your whole, you know, you could get like your ice cream sundaes and yes. you could also walk up, like you can just go in and they would scoop ice cream cones for you. And then you could leave, Do you know, like one of those places, yes. but it had like breakfast and lunch. I don't even know, think they were open for dinner, but that was my first job. And it was actually great memories. Like weirdly from a very young age, I always played restaurant, like who, no one grows up and is like, I'm going to be a server forever. Um, and I did go to college. I just, it's always like been what I've resorted to. Well, it's, it's a good job and you're right. Not yeah. everyone can do it because it does. I mean, it's hard work. Listen, if you suck as a server, like you're not going to make money. Right. Exactly. And if you're good at being a server, like you still have those stingy people, but you're going to make money. And that's why, because I'm so social and I can talk to anybody and also cater to them at the same time and whatever. Like I make really good tips as long as it's a good tipper. Yeah. Well, you let's can't. talk about stingy people. Yes. I mean, do oh. you find that that's really common right now? Or do you find that like it's pretty few and far between or? Okay. So when COVID hit, um, obviously like restaurants were shut down. So there was a few months I didn't work and that really sucked. And then when we opened back up, it was super intense, like all of the crazy, and we can talk about that, but all the crazy like protocol and things that you had to start doing and whatever. So we were just like, oh my gosh, no, who would want to come out to eat like this? Like this is ludicrous, right? Um, and we, but we opened back up like back on Mother's Day weekend in May. And I'm not even kidding you, like the restaurant never skipped a beat. I mean, it was so busy. We had every table sat that we could have. We had to cut capacity in half. Yeah, like every other. Yeah, like every other table, you know. Um, but it was so busy and people were actually like more generous, right? And so it was awesome. And then now this like weird second wave of yes, like numbers going up here in Utah and all the garbage, like it's almost like slowed back down. And then also like people are a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Well, See? I think before like that first wave of COVID, it was almost like we've been stuck in our house. Let's get out. Some of the restaurants are open, not all of them. So let's get out. And so people 
were just happy to be out and they were like, man, these have been closed. Everyone needs money. Yeah. And now it's almost like, okay, well now there's a second wave and now people are jumping kind of on the bandwagon of like, well, should things even be open or like, should we allow, you know, people to dine in? Should we be doing, I don't know. It's crazy. I know. So it's, there's definitely been like a shift, but you still always, 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 no matter what, you still get your people that are stingy and you still get people that are really generous. And I'll tell you what, like some people are assholes and shouldn't even go out to eat. Yes. Like, let me tell you something right now for anyone listening that maybe just doesn't know if you can't tip your server, especially if they are a really good server to you, at least at least 18% don't go out to eat. Agreed. This like, 10% go to thing McDonald's. is crap. Like, go, to, go through a drive-thru. Yep. I'm not kidding. Well, not, you know, you're, <laughs> I, I agree that people should maybe tip based on the service that they receive, but this 10% thing is, yeah. is crap. Like these people oh, yeah. are living off of your tips. A lot yeah. of them have families. If you cannot pay them, I think 20%, then you shouldn't yeah. be out. That's what I'm saying. At least 18%. So at our restaurant at the bottom of the receipt, we do all the work for you. So they have, they, they calculate it out where it shows you, um, uh, 15%, 18%, 20%, exactly what it would be off of your total. So people don't even have to think, right? Some people look down at that and like, I love that that's on there. Some people are like, do we want that to be on there or do we not? And I'm like, no, I love it. I love it because it shows people exactly what they should be leaving you. But when you get those people where you're like, oh, this is the worst for me, you get a, a party that comes in. It's a bigger party, right? Like you, you get a party of, you know, six people that come in. Not that that's big, but like a bigger family, bigger mm-hmm. table and their bills over a hundred dollars hands down easily. Um, <laughs> and, and everything went right. And all the service was great and they act like they love you. Right. So you're like, okay, this is a, this is a bigger table. Like I'm getting a good tip off of this, whatever. And then you go check the thing and I shit you not, I've had this happen. People leave you $5, $5 on over a hundred. Like the stuff that you wouldn't even believe some of the servers I work with have gotten. And like, it's put us into tears, you know, where we're like, this is our one table. Like we were riding on, like, this should be the 20, $30 tip and people leave you five, 10 bucks. And you're just like, are you kidding me? Like, what is wrong with you? Do not come out to eat and spend that much money. Well, the thing is too, with those bigger groups, like that's harder. That's harder to make sure that everything goes well and no one's meal gets screwed up and everyone keeps getting drinks. And like, that's a lot to keep up on the bigger the group, the harder that is. And so when everything does go right, you tip that server. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. Like I take pride in my serving wit because it's like, you know, I don't know. I just know that I'm good and everybody has their stressful moments. Like it can, people don't understand how difficult serving can be, especially when you have yeah. five tables in your section and two of your tables have eight people at them. And you got a couple booths with four people. I mean, you're running your ass off, remembering things right and left in your brain. Okay. That guy needs ketchup. Okay. That guy needed another sweet tea. Okay. This girl needed this, this girl asked for an extra plate. Like constantly in my mind, I have a conversation just going and like, so yeah, it's hard when people come in and they're so stingy. Yes. Oh, I remember. So when I worked at McGrath, I remember one time this server, this poor server, um, 
he had a table. It was lunch and it was, I think two people and they ordered all kinds of appetite, like just ran, ran up this huge bill. And then one of the people went to the bathroom and then the other one's like, Oh my gosh, I forgot my wallet in my car. Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to leave my keys on the table. I'll be right back. I just need to go get my wallet. They were gone. Gone. Totally took off without paying. That happens. Yes. And, and I, I felt so bad for that server because she literally like once she realized what was happening, like she ran out to see if they were still in the parking lot. Of course they're gone. And then she just came in and cried because she's like, they just ran up this huge bill. Take up your table, take up your time, take up your, those scammers, they're out there. That happens. And they're so strategic about it. And I had, I remember a guy came in and it was weird. He didn't like rack up a bill. I mean, but he came in, he was by himself. Um, and, and he ordered like this, the biggest, you know, ribeye or sorry, the biggest prime rib that we have, like the biggest ounce prime rib, which I mean, you're up to like almost 30 bucks there. Right. Um, so for a single guy, he, you know, and then he got a drink, he got the biggest prime rib, all the sides, the salad, whatever. And same thing, same thing. It's like an actual thing. They say, Oh my gosh, they leave something on the table. They're like, I I've got to just run out and grab my wallet, like super fast. I'm so sorry. Um, and it's weird because I feel like sometimes you can judge people, but like this guy just, he looked so normal, so kind. He was so nice. Like I just didn't expect it. Like you just think that people are going to be more decent than they are. Um, and the same thing. And when I realized he left, I was just like, what in the actual hell? I went up to the hostess and I asked her, I said, did you just, did that guy say anything to you on the way out? Um, and she's like, she's like, oh, he said his, his family was back there and he just had to run out to the car and get the wallet. And so I was like, oh, that son of a bitch. Like he's gone. Yes. You know, it, it's just like things like that where I'm like, really bro. Like, I don't, I don't know. know if people are thinking like, oh, you know, this is like a big restaurant. One mil of not paying is not a big deal, but yeah. it is a big deal. I yeah. mean, that's stealing first off, completely stealing. And then yeah. it is a big deal, but then you're also leaving that server high and dry that's yeah, out there that's to what, try to feed their family. We don't get a tip. It's not the management doesn't make up for that. Nobody's no, of course they don't. saying, Oh, we're so sorry. That guy um, you know, dine and dash, like, let's give you a 15 bucks to make up for his tip. Nobody's doing that. Like, Oh, you just have to bend over and take that. <laughs> yep. You're out. You're just out. Yeah. And so my, my management actually made this thing where if anyone ever says that to you, you have to ask them to leave their ID. Um, and so you just kind of hope that people won't, you oh, know, that's a great anyway. idea. That's a yeah. really good idea. Well, that was um, the thing. When I, when I worked at McGrath and that happened, the guy that like left his keys, I mean, obviously they weren't even yeah his keys, you know? So people come up with like, they already, the, the whole thing is pre-planned. Like they're, they're totally yeah. aware of what they're doing and they know what to bring to kind of try to make it look like they're decent people. You have, um, we have like real life, like gypsy people that will come in and it's like a thing. And here's the deal people like this isn't some racist comment or story I'm about to tell, like it is what it is. These are like real life gypsy people. Like they won't, do you know anything about them? I I know nothing about gypsies. It is the weirdest thing. They are the stingiest people. They refuse to use silverware. Like they will ask you for like wrapped plastic 
um, silverware to use, like from the to-go's, like they refuse to use the metal silverware. They, they have like weird little quirks about them. And you know, when they come in because they don't tip at all, they don't leave you anything. And they, and they ask you 75 questions. They ask, they, they ask for everything. They just take everything they possibly can extra, this extra, that extra, this extra, that right and so like literally they will walk in the restaurant and people will just be like no like we just are like please not don't have it be my turn please have it like not be my turn and we all just like cringe and and it's to a point where we don't even take care of them yeah like, well, we you do the bare minimum like they're not gonna they're not they're not leaving you nothing every time it's an actual thing that they do every single time there's like a specific family that comes into our restaurant and literally i walk over there throw some plastic silver on the table what do you want like that's the point you're at because you know, you're not being tipped. There's like eight of them. They take up your table. They rack up a bill over a hundred dollars and they don't tip you every time. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Like I can't like people like that. I just can't, I don't understand. Um, so that's probably the worst is stingy people. Um, but then you have on the, uh, on the flip side with really generous people like crazy generous people. So this is a story I want to tell. Um, it was probably like one of the most incredible things I've ever witnessed. So I was out work and we, we live by like, um, okay, Brad is military. What's the, the, the military camp, Williams. camp, camp Williams. Right. Um, so a lot of the guys will come down to the restaurant, like from, Oh, know, they're from Draper. Yeah. Yeah. It, Cause we're in Draper, um, on their break or whatever they're, you know, and so we, I had a whole table of military. There was probably 13 guys that came in for lunch, 13 guys for lunch. That is a lot of people at a table. Um, and they all came in for lunch. They all had, you know, food, drink, whatever, really nice guys. Well, somebody came in to the bar to get a to-go order, some random guy, like he didn't know them. They didn't know him. And I went over to the bar and our bartender, Matt says, Hey, um, my guy who, who just came in to get it to go wants to pay for your whole table of military dudes. Oh my God. Like, wow. Okay. And so he said, it's just, you know, I've got, he he's right here. He's coming back in from his car. Like he wants, you know, their bill and info and whatever. And so we got that all set up and I got the whole table paid for and, um, and the guys didn't even know. And so they, I, it was like exciting for me. Like, oh, I can't wait to tell these guys like that their whole lunch is paid for, you know? And the to-go guy left, like never said a word. Um, and so I went over and when it was time, they were all like, you know, some guy was like, oh, I'll take the bill here. And then I said, actually, you guys, your table is all taken care of. Um, we had a really, we had a sweet guy come into the bar and, and take care of your whole tab. And they were like, what? I mean, they were all just just beside themselves. And, and they're like, who was it? And I'm like, I actually don't know. He wanted to be anonymous. And, um, so these guys were so grateful, but some of them were freaking out. They're like, well, how do we leave a tip if we don't have cash, you know? And so a lot of the guys would hand me their card and say, just run it for like a dollar and then they can tip, you know, <laughs> but I am not even kidding you with these guys all left. And I went back over to the table. I cried. I went back over to the table. And every single one of them left me $20. Oh my God. Every one of them because they, and someone wrote a note, like we would have spent this on our lunch anyway, and you deserve it. And every one of them left me either a $20 bill 
or a 20 like signed on their card thing. Oh my gosh. I cried. I mean, I was like, what? I've never had this happen. I'm I mean, I think this was last year, like kind of before Christmas too. So I remember just crying being like, this is like such a blessing for my family. And so some people just really, I love that, you know? I mean, that is like, that's a feel good story all the way around. Yes. Well, whoever that guy was, I mean, their bill, 13 men at, you know, at least 10 to 20 bucks a meal. Yeah. Um, it was just incredible. Like, I don't know. That was probably the greatest story. I mean, what, like, what's that math? I mean, just in a tip alone, I made over 200 bucks, whatever that equals out to be. But anyway, you get people like that. And you know, what's funny is sometimes you judge a book by the cover. Yeah, we all do. We're all guilty of it for sure. You're all guilty. So do you ever feel like "Ah, this is so terrible of me? I will have tables come in sometimes. And I'll be like, oh, great. I'm not getting much of a tip. And they shock the hell out of me. And I like actually want someone to punch me in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have tables where you're like, oh, like, all right, this guy looks loaded. Like, okay, let's wine and dine this table. And then they're cheap asses. And you're yes. like, oh, well, and some, it is sometimes the people that do have money that are tight wads. Yes. And so here's my favorite thing. When I have people, I'll I'll get like these, this young couple that comes in. This just happened to me the other weekend. This young couple comes in and they are like ready to get married. Like they're so LDS. Like you can tell they're just like lovey dovey. Like they're getting married in the temple in a few days. And they're so excited and in love. And it was like, I felt so bad because I kind of like had to chuckle at them. They, they, they were like laying on each other. Like the girl would not take her head off of his shoulder the whole time. Oh, <laughs> like they were literally feeding each other things. Like she went to the bathroom, but they were like so sweet that I couldn't even make fun of them. I was like, you guys are so effing adorable. I like, you don't even know what's coming. Like you don't even know the reality of marriage. Of marriage. Yeah. And like kids and stress. And like, you're going to want to punch each other's faces soon enough. Like, I'm just going to let them. <laughs> I'm just going to let them blissful world. Well, she goes to the bathroom and he comes over and he's like, Brittany, like I'm at the computer thing. And he's like, Brittany, could you do me like the biggest favor? He's like, it is my sweetheart's birthday today. And I want to know, he called her his sweetheart. I was just like, oh, (laughs) Um, he's like, and I want to know if you can do anything special for her birthday. And I was like, you know what? We actually do free cake for birthdays and anniversaries and things like, oh girl, our chocolate cake, like, you know. Yeah. So good. And so I was like, I'll like decorate it really cute and stuff. And he's like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, don't tell her, just don't, don't even let her know it's coming. Like he was so excited to get his sweetheart, her freaking cake. So of course I go back there. I'm like whipped cream in a heart on it. Like putting dough, like my, my boss was like, what do you got going on there? I was like, just don't worry about it. We're supposed (laughs) to do like one little dollop of whipped cream. I had like half the can just like writing. I love you. Anyway, you couldn't even see the cake when I was done. Um, and so I take it out and like, they're just, they were so cute. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is a super young 20 year old couple, like super Mormony. Like I'm not going to get a tip. That kid left me 20 bucks. Oh, wow. And I mean, they both only got a sandwich. Like it, they did like the bill wasn't even that much. 
And I just remember feeling like, this is why you don't judge books by the cover. Like, you just never know. And like on the receipt thing or on the, you know, he's like, best service ever. Like, thank you, Brittany. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to be his sweetheart. Oh my God. <laughs> Take me home with you. <laughs> oh, bye cuddle bugs. Like, that's what I wanted to say as they were going. Like, I came home and I tell Mark all my stories. He puts aside like at least 20 minutes after every shift to hear like my stories. Yes. And I was like, babe, it was crazy. Like she was laying on him the whole time. And his first word is he's like, Oh my God, that'd be so annoying. <laughs> he's like, I need my space when I eat. And I was like, I know I have to sit on a whole other side of the booth. Like none <laughs> of that sit next to you. I'm aware. <laughs> no, none of that shit's going on. <laughs> you know what? That's so funny though. I'm just trying to rack my brain and think <laughs> when is the last time I sat on the same side of a booth as Brad? No, it's not well, a thing. For one, like, yeah, like you're dating and you're like, oh, I just want to be next to you and touch you and like be here. And now I'm like, I want to sit across from the booth so I can see your facial expressions when we're having a <laughs> conversation. Like, I want to look into your eyes so I know you're not looking at the football game while I'm talking to you. <laughs> look at my eyes. Look at me. I'm talking to you. Look at me. I feel, like, I feel like now we just have dibs on like who doesn't have to be on the same side of the booth as Hazel. Yeah. Like, not it. Oh, do you want to sit by daddy today? Yep. Oh, dad would love it if you sat next to him. <laughs> <laughs> like those cuddle bugs had no idea it was coming. They don't. That's what I call them the cuddle bugs. I, they never stopped cuddling. And this was probably my favorite part is like they were ordering and he ordered, like he was, I'm like, okay, what side would you like with that? And he orders a side and she like looks at him and, um, and kind of like nudges him. And he's like, okay, actually I'll do the mac and cheese. And she's like, he goes, she knows what's best for me. Like she, oh my gosh. I was oh like, my gosh. Are already, That's gonna end real quick. No. I was like, you are already so whipped. You don't even know. You don't even know. Like that poor guy wanted some other side. And like, he knew what was best because he wanted a bite of that mac and cheese. Like, oh my God. Mac and cheese for me. I, I just want a few bites. Okay, please. I was like, this guy's going to explode one day. Like he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Those cuddle bugs are going to freaking ignite. Like, I can't. oh my gosh, that's so funny. If that was, oh my gosh, if that was me and Brad and I was like, if you get the mac and cheese, I just want a few bites. He would not order it. Like he'd be like, no, if I'm get getting the mac and cheese, this is mine. <laughs> He always does that with drinks. I'm like, just get a drink and I'll just have like a few sips. Like, I don't want to, I don't want a full drink like yeah. anywhere. Yeah. He's like, no, get your own drink. Like <laughs> I'm not, he is the worst when it comes to drinks. He does not want to share. Oh no, no, no. Mark's the same way. Like, he's just always like, why, why do you have to pick off of my stuff? But I'm also territorial. It's like, listen, maybe don't touch my carbs and then my dessert. <laughs> Depending on where. Yeah. Like depending on where Mark and I go and how big the dessert is, I'm like, okay, if we're at PF Chang's and we get the great wall of chocolate, okay, we'll share that shit. Yeah. Like no yeah. one needs that whole cake. I would die. Right. Exactly. So, you know, when you go and get some sort of little lava cake with only one scoop of ice cream, like we are fighting over that shit. Dog eat dog. And so oh I always have to be like, can we get an extra scoop of ice cream? Like we'll pay for it but we fight over the ice cream ball. Like that's what I say to the servers. <laughs> it just reminds me of friends when Joey's like, Joey doesn't share food. It ruins his whole day. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Okay. So you get your generous people, you get your stingy people. Let's talk about bitchy people. 
let's talk about about it. Like I listen, this is probably the number one most crazy scenario I get. And it's like women just being bitchy and being bitchy to like their partner and being bitchy to us as a server. And it's really weird. It's really weird. It's like, why are you this bitchy? Like you're just eating food. And by that, I mean, like they just, there's always a problem. Yes. Like you really do get these people, right? Like, and I feel like I'm a pretty decent human. I feel like I'm pretty nice, especially as a server, like, you know, uh, and, and you just get these women sometimes it'll just, eh, eh, eh. like uh-huh. everything's just a problem. Like their drink comes out and they're like, mm, this just doesn't like, is this diet Coke? And I'm like, yeah, it sure is. And okay, well, I don't know. Like maybe your, um, your syrup's out. It's just, not, and like, I know for a fact, the syrup's not out. Like bitch, I just checked it. Just checked Trust it. Me, I know like the guy next to you drinking diet Coke, he's fine. Like no one has a taste. Do you have COVID? Maybe you can't taste. I don't know. Um, we should get you tested. Right. So that kind of stuff where and it's like, they send it back and then they're like, okay, well I'll just do a Coke zero instead. Okay. I bring the Coke zero. Out. Um, can I get like three limes and one lemon with that? Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's precise. Yep. I'll go get that for you. Um, make sure we count correctly. And like, just things like that were, and then like the food, they'll order their food. And then the food comes out and like, mm, like, are these ribs usually like this saucy? Well, you know, the sauce does come on it. You know, like, it's just like <laughs> you like, and, and like, they come in all the time. So like, how many times have you come in and eaten these ribs? Like, you know, they have sauce on them. Exactly. They know sauce or sauce on the side. Like just things like that where I feel like people have to be difficult, you know? But there are those people out there that have that personality of, uh, I feel like they always have that like, oh, poor pity me. Like no one ever gets anything correct. Yes. No one, you know, everyone's always screwing up my order. Everyone's always screwing up everything. Yeah. So they, and that, that's just how they look at the world. And so they automatically have a chip on their shoulder before like anything even happens. Yeah. Like ridiculous things though, where it's like, I swear they just need something to complain about. And they'll t- down to the point where they'll be like, Oh, this, um, this ring of onion slice, like just isn't a big enough circle for me. So <laughs> like, you know, where you're just like, Oh my gosh, don't Go even back and find one. one. That's a perfect circle, please. Like, don't come out into the world, please. Like, I don't even know. It's just funny. The people you run into, like, this is probably my hands down. One of my stories, um, this woman came in and I didn't even know how to respond to this. She comes in, she sits down. I go over, she's still waiting for someone else, right? To come. And I'm pretty sure it was her husband to come in. And so I go over and I greet her and whatever. And, and, you know, one of my things is like, hi, how are you today? You know, I'm Brittany. I'll be taking care of you. And she's like, I'm not good. Oh, Okay. Usually you don't get that. Even if people are like really having a shit day, they'll just be like, good. Yeah. I I'd like a, you know, Coke, whatever. And so she's like, I'm not good. And so I'm like, Oh no, that's not good to hear. Like, what can we do to make your day better? And she's like, I don't even want to eat here. <laughs> so it's going to be like that. Huh? <laughs> this was legit. My favorite story ever. She just looked right like this. She had no shame. She goes, I don't even want to eat here. Like, I, I feel like that stopped me in my tracks for just a sec. And I was like, shoot, how come? (laughs) I'm not sure how to respond to that. So (laughs) and she's like, it is my birthday today. And I wanted to eat somewhere else, but that place isn't open. And so now I'm here. Oh gosh. 
And like, well, the place she wanted to eat was some like noodle place where I'm like, oh, you got smoked barbecue. I mean, that's a little better, but whatever. <laughs> that's really better and not even close to being the same. So <laughs> you're B-Day, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. No, a sheet like, cake. She's like, she's like, my husband chose this place. And I was like, well, we're going to turn your, your, I said something like, we're going to turn your experience around and, you know, we'll take care of you. And, and by the time you walk out of here, you'll be glad you ate here. Like I was just spitting shit. I didn't even know. Like what, like, what am I supposed to say to this lady? So then she's looking at her menu. She's so bugged about everything. Cause she just wants, she's like, you don't have any pasta. And I was like, we don't. The only pasta item we have in the building is our homemade baked mac and cheese, but that's it. And, uh, you know, she huffs and puffs and whatever. And she finally ends up ordering. I mean, her poor husband, he came in, he's stoked to be there. Barbecue. Yes, please. Meat. He's like, all right, that stupid noodle place was closed. Like I've got for that. But she was just bitchy the whole experience. And then I brought her out her free piece of cake and like, you know, she just, everything was just not okay for her on her birthday. And I'll never forget that. And like, they didn't tip me bad. Like the husband was super nice, but I just, I'll never forget that lady. Like, so she finishes and I was like, well, listen, how was it? Like, even though your, your restaurant wasn't open for you. And she's like, I guess it was fine. Like, I'm like, ew, you know, you liked that brisket. You know, it was you great. It. <laughs> Those loaded mashed potatoes, like literally no one can eat that and just be like, oh, it was fine. Like, you know, food was good. She's a liar. She had to stick to her story. I guess. Well, she did because she was already in a bad mood. She couldn't let her husband win for one. He was not winning that day. He chose wrong. And no matter what, he was not going to win. So that was just my only experience with someone just looking at me being like, I don't even want to eat here. Well, whole woke. Okay. Oh, right. Well, let me usher you to the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to tell this story too. This was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. So I was pregnant with Hazel and no one knew yet. Like it, I was oh, not yes, big. I remember this. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a Hazel. Like we didn't know the gender. I was still very new. No one even knew I was pregnant. You couldn't tell nothing. Okay. Like you just had found out. So I go over to this table and it's a booth and it's an older couple. Um, not like older, older, but maybe like in their sixties. And and the guy, um, you know, I greet, I greet myself, say hello, um, or introduce myself, greet them, say hello, get their drink order. I come back with their drinks and I've never seen these people in my life before. Right. Total strangers. And the man looks at me and says, um, are you so excited to have a girl? What? And I said, like went dead in my tracks. Like I couldn't speak. I couldn't like my coworkers at this point, like didn't even really know I was pregnant. And so I, like I said, excuse me. And he's like, are you excited to be having a girl? And I mean, Whitney, I couldn't speak. It's like first time in my life ever. <laughs> no word is speechless. So I like, and I kept looking at his wife and I kept thinking like, Do I, like, is this a, like, is this a joke? Like how, I don't know what Thank to say. Me, I don't know. And so I was like, oh, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you're having a little girl, like you're pregnant. And I looked at him with, I swear to God, I said, how do you know this? Like I was, then I was creeped out. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. And he said, I can read people's auras. And the wife grabs my arm, right? Like tender. Like she grabs my arm and she's like, sweetheart, he has a gift. Like he, 
I, she said, is this freaking you out? Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yes and no, let's keep <laughs> talking. Can you see if I'm going to die in the near future? Like, I was like, <laughs> no, I want let's to see how far and- we can push this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how far you can read my aura. Um, I was so freaked out, but so intrigued. Like I didn't even, I said, listen, I'm not going to lie. No one really knows I'm pregnant and I don't know the gender yet. And I am like really freaked out a little bit, but also very intrigued by what you're telling me. Like my job to the floor, this was way before COVID. Like you could see my face. So the guy, he was just smiling. He's like, I'm never wrong. And so then, okay, I go to the back and I'm freaking out to my coworkers, right? Like these people I've worked with for years, we're all friends. I'm like, listen, you guys, like, like I just, this is insane. I told the story, like people are freaking out. Some of my coworkers were mad. That's not even right to do to someone. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, that is not okay. And I was like, I'm actually not mad. I'm actually hoping for a girl. So I was like, but now this is giving me some weird, like hope. And then if it's not, I was like, then I'll know this guy's full of shit. But if it is like, what? I mean, my mind was blown. So like, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks went by and I, and I get to my gender thing. And I shit you not when it was a girl, like I told Mark this story, I called him right away. And I was like, yeah, this is what just happened. Like, he's like, there's no way. So at the gender thing, like I even went to the early, like fetal photos place. I've never done that before. And I was like, we're going to find out like as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. And there was Hazel. Like it was a girl. And I never saw that guy again. I was like, why would I not like write down a phone number and just yeah, like, get a business card for sure. <laughs> no, he knew he was right. That's the thing. Like this guy had a gift. I've never seen him again. Like they were the sweetest couple. Like it was so weird, but you know what? It freaked me out too. Like I was like, do I want to know what else you can see of my aura? Like this is freaking me out. And he told That's me, nuts. he was like, I can see around your abdomen, like colors that show me you're having a girl. Oh my gosh. I know. I was like, is the rest of my body like black? Like, you know me, I'm like, I worry about everything. I was like, it my was, aura black. Am I just black sold? I don't know. My black sold. And then my abdomen is pink. Like what's happening. Um, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I'll never forget that story. That's so nuts. It was crazy. Aura thing. Okay. Honestly, if anyone listening can read auras also write in, because I want to know more about that. That's, yes. that's nuts. It was, it was incredible. He, that was my favorite story that's ever happened to me in all the years of working in restaurants. It was magical. It was beautiful. It was like, I just didn't even know, but my coworkers that were so mad, it was so funny. (laughs) I I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like people don't even want others to ask questions anymore or to be involved in other, like you shouldn't be asking personal questions. Okay. Well, how do you get to know someone. And I do understand that like asking people if they're pregnant can be like a very oh, sensitive yeah. the topic, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Well, it was crazy. I mean, here's the deal. Even the fact that that guy knew I was pregnant, I knew he was magical. I mean, come Maybe on. Maybe he's Santa. I didn't have a belly. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> In case you are what I would like for Christmas. <laughs> Can you see if this is my last husband, please? <laughs> Your God, please. Your God, let it be. Um, oh my gosh. 
I don't even know. I feel like I probably have so many stories. So okay. Many. Well, I think we need to do another episode on restaurant stories and we need to bring in some of the people you've worked with to tell oh some stories. One individual, he knows who he is. His, him and his wife are the cutest couple. And I worked with both of them. She's now stays home with their boys, but he is the funniest person I think I've ever met in my entire life. I don't want to name drop yet until he allows me, but he is the funniest person I think I've ever met in my life. He can imitate anyone. Oh, I love anyone. it. And so like he will imitate our customers or people like, it's so funny. I told him, I was like, dude, I need to have you on my podcast. Cause he's got stories for days, stories for days, but I love where I work. And it's That's super awesome. fun. The food's good. I feel like I've made good friends there. Um, and, and, and it's just, it's a good place. I feel like I, I have one more funny story that's coming to my head. Um, one that's time weird. I open up the restaurant every, every shift. That's what I do. I'm an opener. So I go in an hour before we open, I open up the back line, get everything ready. Um, and I love it. Cause it's kind of like an hour where you can just like be with your coworkers and even our kitchen staff, like everybody's just cool people. You know, you get some of your weirdos, like the one dishwasher, I, he's like, I said, um, I've worked there for almost 10 years and he still calls me Tiffany. It's like, yeah, you know my name. um, but so I, so one day I'm opening and I, and I have to go back to the kitchen a ton to get all of the like stuff out of the walk-in coolers and things. Right. And I'm back there and like a lot of our kitchen staff, you know, um, is Hispanic. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've got that language barrier. I don't speak Spanish. Um, but they're all just amazing. We all kind of somehow like, you know, relate to each other. And this sweet woman that works in the back, she kept trying to tell me something. And I just, sometimes I don't know what they're saying. And so I'll just be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, we just shake our heads. Like we just think we know what we're both saying. They don't know what I'm saying either. You know, it's okay. And, uh, and she just kept trying to tell me something and I just was like, Oh yeah. You know, she probably thought I was a lunatic. Well, it turns out, don't worry, like restaurants open, I'm walking the floor, I've got tables and I go back to the kitchen to go grab something like some more lemons or something. And she stops me and she's like pointing to my butt and I'm like, Oh, what? And I like turn around. Oh, don't worry, girl. I had a full bright yellow pad sticking out of my (laughs) back pocket that I put there in a freaking hurry that morning being like, okay, I have my period. Like, Oh shoot. I just need to grab a pad, stuck it in my back pocket, jumped in the car and left totally spaced. It was there. Don't even worry. Like, you know, like the, Oh my gosh bright yellow always like yes pads like oh yeah just sticking that right plastic, out of my yeah I was like oh my gosh and she's like yeah 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 and I was like oh that's what you were trying that's the word for pad got it <laughs> and it's like I bent over so many times it just worked that pad like right, right out of my pocket enough to where I was like super <laughs> all my tables well everyone knows now so everyone knows yeah, that I know not my period. So. <laughs> then I said to my coworkers, like, really, you assholes? Like, why would no one tell me I had a pad sticking out of my pocket? And this one dude I work with, he's like, I just want to see how long it would take you to figure it out. I was like, you're a dick. <laughs> you're terrible. And what would I have done if I had lost it? I know. <laughs> it falls out on the floor in the restaurant. <laughs> so many more stories. 
so many more stories I'm sure we could think of. Let's all have all, all finagle something and get a guest on here. And yes, let's do it. I think that would be so fun. Also listeners, if you have restaurant stories, whether you've been a patron or you're a server or whatever, write in, we want to hear all your stories. Yes, we do. I would love to hear other restaurant stories, like even as a customer too. Yeah, for real. It would be super fun. Um, yeah, I think the last thing I do have to say is like, thank you guys for still supporting restaurants out there right now. It's not easy to wear that mask all day. And, um, you know, I'm grateful to still have a job at this point. So, so thanks for all the supporters in the, in the food community for sure. So, all right. This was fun. I missed you Wit. I know I miss you too, Brett. I can't wait until we can start really getting together. I mean, we could, we need to just start planning some stuff. Summer's almost over. We need to talk about that next we time. Do. Next time we'll talk about like, um, sending kids back to school and all the crap that's happening. Yes, for sure. Okay. You guys, well, until next time, um, go find yourself a good restaurant to eat at and let's keep it real. Tip your server. 